Amy gets drunk. Amy's hungover. Amy's in recovery. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Hi, Amy. I I am. I am. I'm having a lot of fun with this. Do you want me to whisper? Stop. Do you want to do a whole ASMR episode of just whispering? Okay. Good afternoon, Melissa. Do, 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 do. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Look, dear listener, do you have a friend who... When they are hurting, you antagonize the fuck out of them and That's then bring you. them chicken soup. <laughs> you, you, but there's no soup coming. There's no soup for me. I got a text this morning that said, bring me bagels <laughs> with a tub of scallion cream cheese and plain cream cheese. Get it at this store. Get it now. And then a following text that said, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that was intended for <laughs> somebody else. My son, who was upstairs. So, do you have a full house right now? I have a full house right now. So Rocco is back, and he made the bagel drop for me today, under much duress. I might add, they're really having a good time with this. They're really the children are really, really, really having a good time with my bad time that I'm having. Right now. So I overindulged in uh, alcohol, I think. Imbibing. You imbibed yep. generously. I did. And I, I I, don't do that a lot. And when I do over imbibe, it's usually up to a point and then I'll stop. And then the next day is like eh, a little slower. This was not that. This was a good old fashioned <laughs> what the fuck. Right? And it had many contributing factors that were beyond my control and scope. It's not my fault. Well, there is proof because I have audio and videos that you did send me. Why do I so frequently tell on myself? I I don't understand it. I love it. Um, when we when we have enough Patreon listeners and supporters, we'll put that up on the uh, on the Patreon wall. But I will tell you, my favorite one was the last one you sent that said, "I am in complete control of my sobriety." <laughs> I what did you say? I excel in this area. This I is don't my, remember. I don't I, know. I'm confident you don't remember. <laughs> I'm so confident. I, let's let's set up some ground rules. Let's set up some ground rules. Part of this. The biggest thing that you need to know is that no one in our entire outing was driving anywhere. We had children shuttling us to and from the first thing, and then we had multiple Ubers. The plan was to never, ever, ever once touch the wheel. This was also a much, much, much anticipated and planned birthday celebration at a very big deal place where all of the alcohol for that event was included. So it was just being poured. Like they, that was, it was a pay one price for all four of you. And it's the chef's table. So the chef was there with us and he kept opening these bottles and we would taste them. And then the next bottle would come and then you're laughing and it's champagne also. But then here's this cocktail. It just, and we of course started with cocktails and 
I also had not eaten anything that day. So oh, no. I, well, I I had some things that I really wanted to get done, and I was the sponsor of this entire event. This was my gift to my husband. He wanted to go to this this goofy thing, so I set it all up, and it, it took more than a month to be able to get the chef to do it and scheduled and all the rest of the stuff. So when it finally came around, I just I needed to get some things off my plate. So I ended up hustling around all day Saturday. I, and I realized at about three o'clock that I had only had coffees, right, to get me, because you just move from one task to the next task to the next task to the next task, and Rocco was coming home that day. I mean, there's a lot of things. Is this his spring break? Yes. Okay. And that was sort of a surprise to us all. I'll get to that in a minute. So it was three o'clock. We're going to a very significant event, and I thought, I'm just not going to, I'll just, I'm not going to eat anything. I'm just going to, they're going to be, I'm going to be tons of food all night long. So lo and behold, you know, that was enough time for me to get dressed and then hop in the car. And then it was the first cocktail of many. So, and at the end of the night, when I think I called you, we were rejected by the scheduled Uber, which was not great. So we were in 20 degree weather outside where everything is closed 45 minutes away from home and the uber that we had scheduled for the return trip said yeah guys i'm not going to take you i'm not i'm not going all that way i'm not going to do a round trip at that time so we didn't even leave our destination we had to call somebody else and called one of the teens to come and get us from you know one of our party he was halfway to us and the other uber showed up so i mean it was now oh no Yeah, so we finally did, of course, get home and everyone's safe and everything. But it was a lot of open space and you're already kind of lit up and you're very cold. And then then the bar is like, well, don't stand out in the cold. So then there was a lot of there's a lot of alcohol. Wait, so there was more drinking after you were rejected by Uber? I I don't want to I don't want to. I'm just trying to say there were some extenuating circumstances. And these were and I feel like I was acting. Perhaps you have the proof like some kind of lowbrow you know, curb stumbler. And in fact, you had these, it all together. These were, I didn't have it all together. These were $19 <laughs> cocktails. Like that's the kind of thing where it's like, you're dropping a ton of cash and you're still, you better be drinking, tripping like, like you tripping. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I've, I'm, I'm it very, looked like a great evening. It was celebratory. And I'm here to tell you, Oh, oh you my told God, me. the food, my God. So today, Yep. You are feeling the after effects of maybe over imbibing, yeah? I don't remember the last time that I've had a hangover. Yeah. I don't know if you remember them and I'm just the only one that that blots remember them remember me having them. I don't. I don't that's not the kind of thing where on occasion when you have too much to drink a hangover is guaranteed. That's not really the case. This is a legit hangover. I woke up and I directed the child who is intended to be spoiled for the week. Get out of bed. I woke him. You up now. Bagels now. Go. I need, Oh, yeah. I got the text. I oh, need I, the bagels. They must arrive. I got they must the text. Be this type and show up. And so I Google the happen. address and it pops up as the bagel place and I send it back to you and it says seven hours and eight minutes. And I said, I'll be there in eight hours. <laughs> then we sat and watched two movies and drank coffee and ate bagels. Amy, oh. yes, you ma'am. sat and watched two movies, but I happen to know that you and I both went to see the Batman this weekend. Oh my gosh, in heaven above and back down again and back up again. It's so good. What are your thoughts? I thought the movie was fantastic. My, I guess I'm really used to Marvel, right? And Marvel yep. is the 
funny, quirky, teen, uh, light, but also occasionally cerebral, like a very different animal than DC world because the DC universe is dark and gritty and subterranean and that's not a word but it's noir do you know what I mean it yes, absolutely it was very is dark it's, noir and very dark and in Marvel it's as if they start with the unspoken premise what would happen in yes. our regular world yes. if a few people had special advantages as opposed to the apocalyptic right. world that yeah. DC is really yeah. creating they sort of start with this idea of what would happen if everything sucked all the time right darkness Even fell for the upon the earth trying to help us it's kind of <laughs> biblical right it gets to that darkness covered the earth and then a boy's parents oh, were murdered and wow. yeah so very different but i did like it i also saw the adam project last night I saw that today. That's the show that I watched. I had to watch Drive to Survive because I'm married. So, um, and, you and know I, it, you'd like to stay married. It's great. I, and I mean, he's been you know up around the clock, and now he's rewatching it. You've got to see this. I'm like, okay, I, I do, and I'm watching it. And I'm, we're just, I'm very excited. I'm super pumped up. Did you love the Adam Project? I kind of did. Yeah, I kind of did. I had no. It was just you might also like. It popped up after Drive to Survive, so I was like, I'm not gonna get up. And I'm here to tell you, this should really put the cap on the hangover pen. Pen. <laughs> bottle. Put the cap on the hangover <laughs> bottle. My eyes hurt too much to play Fishdom today. No way. That's the only app you could name last week on your phone. I, I, I'm embarrassed, and I'm just going to, I mean, how, what could be more embarrassing than describing how I got painfully drunk as in, aged crony woman you should be able to have this sorted by now dear listener do you still have mornings where you're like why did I do that last night I thought I'm old enough to know better than to do this to myself and my body or is it really just the way Amy did it when you are throwing an affair where it is just sheer joy and the opportunity is just un unpassable and all is it of the circumstances were right I had zero accountability. I had zero cares in the world. I don't have to even think about being in a car with someone who's unsafe or or maintaining control of anything myself. That's handled. I had scheduled this long enough in advance. So it's like all this stuff. My tank was empty. So do you know what I mean? I was putting a lot of things in because you feel like, oh, I'm hungry and it all tasted so good. Someone else was in charge of how much alcohol was getting poured in front of me. It's so and funny. And I didn't pay attention to it and I should have. It's so have. funny, your proverbial tank and yes. probably your literal tank. They were probably both empty Absolutely. at the same time. A hundred percent accurate. Well, I had to stop and get gas on the way to go see the back See? Back. You should so. absolutely put on your business card once you scan that QR code, empty tank in it all empty day long. Empty tank in it. I am empty tank in it. But you know what? I I don't I'm repeating. It feels unusual to be this ouchie. I was going to say wrecked. Well, you wrecked. don't normally do this. I, well, that's why. Well, and I have a friend who normally does this. Like, no matter what we do, we all, you know, we go out and if it's been like a really big night, you would expect the next day to be a little bit slow. He's always slow. The next day, it's like, you sort of wonder how late in the day it'll be when he's sort of getting up or he just plows into it and then has a really hard time. If every single time I had a too big drink or even a medium drink, if I felt this way the next day, 
I would not drink again. I don't drink. And that's I would not. Mostly. I mostly, I'll drink with a meal. Like I'll get myself a nice lemon drop martini to go with like a big meal or whatever. But I, I don't do that. That's not what I enjoy for the very reason of the next day. This that is night, my it's total delightful. confusion as to how he can manage his affairs this way, going into it knowing. I mean, I there was a guy I used to work with. We would laugh because whenever the happy hour came around, he would crack the top of a beer and say, Ryan will be back tomorrow. And then he would just get plowed. And I, I mean, that's when you're young and stupid. And to bake in the idea that you're not going to be able to function at a core level the next day, and that's not enough to deter you. I mean, deter you in the sense that maybe think about it and slow down some. It's like, well, nope. two drinks in. I don't know that you're thinking very much at all, except about the fact that that was delicious. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. May I have another? I mean, there's. This was so many more than two drinks. This was so many more than two drinks. I'm, I, well, it was. Dear a listener, lot. do you think you can out drink Amy? You can't. Because my money's on her. She has a hollow leg. I would really love to see it. I don't, it's nothing to be proud of, but I, it has been frequently noted that I, when I am drinking, it takes a lot to get me drunk. That's why it's so surprising when I finally do get drunk. And I think part of that, because I'm a big gal. So, you know, I, I go toe to toe with these big dudes and the women have one drink and their bodies are just so much smaller. Do you know what I mean? It's, there's nowhere for it to go. Mine gets all soaked up and saturated. Anyway. Yeah, you I, also didn't eat, and that's never a good formula no, for and it. Yay. was it was cocktail, 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 bottle of wine, bottle of wine, bottle of wine, bottle of wine, champagne, bottle of wine, cocktail. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's Let me see. Lot. Liquor before beer. You're fucked up the next day. It doesn't matter because you had no. them all. You had I them didn't. all in no particular <laughs> order. You went back. You're, you're the repeating. The phrase that I live by that you're looking for is um, liquor before beer. You're, you're in the clear. You're not in the clear. Beer and before you had cocktail, liquor. Cocktail. Never been sicker. It doesn't matter. It's I did this to myself and it's nothing to be proud of. And I'm embarrassed to be talking about it. But the truth of the matter is um, it was never the intention. I think that's what's curious is that it's almost like. I do have some people in my life and in my extended life where it's kind of the intention to, to drink get too plastered. Much. For yeah. me, if I'm drinking, it's my intention to be very relaxed, a little buzzy, and loose. And super social. And walking yes. that line into, I think I'm drunk, that I don't ever want to be there. And if I get there, that's a mistake. I've gone, I've shot past the target, right? I don't like that. And I shot past it really far. I won. Oh, yeah, that I, marathon. Saw. <laughs> I saw. I saw. I saw. Dear listener, this came about because I texted Amy to say, I'll see you at 930. And oh, then her right. face popped up on my phone. And she's like, I'm not, sir, officer, I'm not sure I'll be able to make that court date tomorrow oh, at 930. Right. I, did, I did say I'm not going to make my court date. And Stuart said to me, Melissa, are you, are you, are you her court date? Is that, is that you she's talking about? Oh, yeah, honey, Jiminy, I'm recording. Jiminy, Jesus. I Let's do want to get back. Wait, hang on. I do want to get back to the Batman just for a second because the car chase. Can you talk to me about the car chase? Did that do it for you? Was that the moment when you thought I'm in I'm in the right? Movie? Well, I saw the the director get interviewed prior oh. And, oh. He's, oh. and he said, I want people to know 
that everything wasn't CGI. We blew shit up and drove that car through fire. And he said, it was real. And I want everybody to know this was not. It was spectacular. Yeah. It was not just CGI and and putting a car in. He said, it was real. It really happened. And we had one shot to do it. And it was spectacular. And it was. Like, that was kind of amazing. It's top three car chases of all time. And I'm still When you watch all those car shows. I'm here to say the very final shot of the movie, it doesn't give anything away. He's just riding on a motorcycle and it's a close up of uh, it's Robert. It's bat, the Batman in the full superhero. And garb. Zoe Kravitz. It's just in the very final shot. He's on the motorcycle. It's a close up of his profile and a little bit of the shoulder. And you can see like the hand on the handlebar of the motorcycle. So it's super tight in and it's in motion. Right. And he starts to speed up and he kind of sets his jaw as he's doing it. And that shot alone, after the whole movie, that I'm not into this shit at all, after the whole movie, I was transported immediately into sitting in a chair with a comic book in my lap. And I felt that cell of the comic book where they draw the lines for motion. It was as if I was watching the illustration move. It's like, this is it. This is an exact, this is exactly what sprung to life. It was just unbelievable and cinematic. And some of the shots in the thing were so visual. There's one scene where he's got a flare and he's kind of walking and it's all dark. So then his Oh, that was amazing. Very graphic. The, that took graphic me to Graphic in the scene. graphic art sense. So this was an art film, right? This oh, was, it was an art absolutely. Film. This was not, I don't, I don't really, I don't love DC because they're mean. They're just too... They're sinister. They're not, they're, they're, the evil is too hard and it's too scary. All the villains are just really, really too tough. It's too, too much of that. And this one played in that area, but really it felt more like play. They didn't, they didn't, as much as it was gross with the killing and the, the mental torture, they didn't linger on it. They didn't turn all that into a moment that they want to show you and show you right. and show you and again. Right, and the flare was like hope, and people followed the flare. It was like very symbolic. It was yeah. very much like you said, an art film, and it was uh, really totally good. Totally worth seeing. Totally worth seeing. You should definitely go see it. Totally too long. Totally worth seeing. Yeah. Three hours and 55 minutes, and that's not including your trailers that came for seven hours before. And if, God forbid, you just hang out to see if there is an after scene. Brian? I'm looking right now on my phone for a 30-second timer because we're going to give you and oh, your Jesus. adult brain, your lubricated brain, your recovering brain, 30 seconds I on might the clock. be like Johnny on WKRP and do He's so much better daddy. than when I'm normal. Yeah, okay, bring it. Let's see. I have zero expectations. You have yep. once mentioned several times, it wasn't once, that you have every subscription mm. – Every single streaming, blah, blah, blah. I would like you for the next 30 seconds to name every network that you can. Go. HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, Hulu, Hulu Plus, Disney, uh, CNN, Fubo, ESPN, and all the permutations, BBC, NPR, um, let me see, HGTV, um, NBC, ABC, CBS, uh, Comedy Network, CN, or sorry, CW, uh, Fox, and all their permutations. Stop. 
That's 18. That's better than you've ever done on anything you've ever, 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 ever done for with me. That's amazing. Maybe I am Johnny Fever. You Dr. absolutely Fever. need to spend your day in no. recovery no. <laughs> from now on. No. Okay. All over... Uh, the internet and the world, there is a massive debate right now. And I would like you having no information whatsoever, my but favorite, you know my confidently. Favorite my favorite position. I already have an opinion on this, by the way. All right. Well, I don't know in, what it is. <laughs> in the world, are there more wheels or doors? Oh, fuck. Wheels <sighs> or doors? I thought this was going to be a real thing. It is a um, real thing. It is everywhere right now. And the debate is fire. Well, I, I, I want to do some full disclosure. So Pauly asked this in our house. And I gave a fully, full-throated, confident, correct oh, answer. Shit. Yeah. And of course, I was challenged, nay, threatened oh, by the gang of dopes who also live here. And try to think that they somehow are correct and I know that they are not my answer of course was wheels and the whole rest of the world wants to say doors because they're turning into ass wipes and saying <laughs> cabinet of doors do, 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 do. you know and all this other stuff you know and I'm like really really a window with the kind of door it's like shut up. All right, I'm gonna stop you at the window ludicrousy. Whatever. I that made that one up right now. There's a cabinet of doors. Houses have doors. Guess what? Houses have wheels. Chairs have wheels. Cars have wheels. Eighteen wheelers have eighteen fucking wheels. Don't reinvent the wheel. There's lots of wheels in our lives. Fucks. I think the doors is right, but I don't care for them to be right. I want it to be wheels. That makes more sense. I don't know that you'll get closure on this. Dear listener, if you have a thought, opinion, or the next line to my lyric, please find Where us. Where do you net out? Are you on Team Doors? I'm on Team Doors. Yeah. Why? Because it's correct? That's weak. <laughs> I'm in a room right now that has one, two, three, four doors. Yeah. I've got 17 wheels in here. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> No, you there's, don't. There's eight on the two chairs. There's, I'm sure there's wheels in the form of discs and there's CDs. I mean, that's the, a wheel. The are, there's no. a typewriter. That's a that's got wheels on it. Okay, so your issue is a window is not a wheel, but a typewriter you know is what? a window is not a door, but a typewriter <laughs> is a wheel. <laughs> if we're going to be using cabinets as doors, then I think. A functioning gear counts as a wheel. It's a disc that goes in a circle it's in a motion. A you know it's not a wheel. I do know it is a wheel. I know a cabinet door is not a door. It's the face of the cabinet. I think Amy. Oh, no. She's moving on. I am. Amy, <sighs> comma. Melissa. Now that I have the serious Amy who's not like. Oh, no. Right. Have you engaged in dirty talk in your past? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yep. Does it surprise you? Work for you? Is it in your regular, you know, I card feel like shuffle? an idiot when I'm I I do it. I do it. Well, I mean, I'm too tired to actually. Do you do it jokingly? Just no. To, it's not a joke. I, I mean, I don't want to give away all my secrets, but 
here we go. I'm too tired to have any kind of artifice. Filter. So, yeah, no filter. Yeah, like I really have one anyway. <laughs> so the truth is, it happens naturally. That's a that's my flirty response, is to and not crude, just to just to be like more than innuendo, right? In a place where lots of people can hear it, and if there's that kind of shock and attention value, and it gets a reaction of arousal. So I mean, I know that, and I just I don't limit this to my lover. I just do this. This is just that's my that's my move. So once I've started having a little bit to drink. Look out. So it's happening and I know I do it. If it was the case where you're in in the moment and trying to, you know, I don't even want to say trying to make something happen. It doesn't happen naturally. And if it was going to start happening, nine times out of ten, I will bust up fucking laughing if you want to pull that stupid. I mean, nobody's doing it. You got to be a, a thoughtful practitioner to be able to get away with that shit. It's, it's difficult for men to be sexy and believable. Do you know what I mean? As it's, a dirty talker. As a anything. It's, it's <laughs> as a, I'm saying. Dear men, so sorry. I, Love no, you. I'm, I'm saying there are a lot of idiot looking men who have like sexiest man alive photo shoots. And, I mean, it's so much easier for a woman to be photographed or to, in any of that. Just try and picture a dude in that same circumstance. A lot of times they look idiotic. I mean, you pictured like even the JCPenney pose kind of guy. Like you just... You're, you often come off like you're trying too hard. Like it's just there's it, it's a kind of there's an archetype where it, you almost believe that it happened organically and naturally that they didn't know that they were this sexy and it just happened. Right. The second a guy starts trying to pose for you and and and, you know, peacock for you, they either come off looking like a raging douche, an idiot or James Dean like it's just there's nowhere in between you've either got it dead on like who's that one um is it Tom Hardy he's they have a picture of him coming out of a five guys and he's standing there with his big coat and a dog and I'm like yeah that that checks out that works that works and then or guys when they wear they do the suit photograph sports figures and stuff sometimes they just look stupid I don't know I don't feel like you're coming along with me for this no well my question really is at what point in your relationship do you introduce dirty talking I, I just felt like you took a dog leg there for a second my uh, point to you is yeah. dirty talk is another one of those skills yeah that you have to as a dude Fine you tea. have you have to be on it yeah. or else you are a creep a predator a mood killer okay like it, it there is no room that's what I was trying to get at like if you don't hit right on the head and even then it's still like is this okay I don't know that this is the kind of thing that's kind of gross with a woman you could say or do anything at any as point, a woman and I feel like it's game on I mean there's just the bar so much lower so I don't feel like it would be I don't know it's hard for me to say because I've been in the same relationship for a million years yeah I thought about that when I asked you I'm like when would she have been with a guy who took a dog leg that way to say no but I mean that for some people they get stuck and they feel like they can't do new stuff that ain't me but I'm just trying to say there is some sort of any deviation from what you're normally doing there you're gonna get rejected there's a risk that you'll get rejected I get rejected all day long about everything so that doesn't really stop me from well that didn't work that's I'm gonna be honest card that right after yeah um I don't think there's anything that I would request or do or whatever where my partner would say, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm out. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure he's game for anything 
that I'm willing to try. Well, congratulations. Uh, but I did have a boy that I used to date in Manhattan when I was living there who um, who opened that door way too soon. How was it too soon? Were you still at the restaurant? We were at a re- <laughs> we were at a bar. <laughs> oh! Well, we're at a bar and I was seems like the right time facing the bar T- super attractive guy right but how dirty was it I'm such I don't maybe I don't know what you're really saying go ahead I'm leaning against the bar this is after work I'm still in a little nicer work attire because I knew I had a date afterwards and I'm leaning up against the bar to get the bartender's attention over here I need a cocktail please and behind me with super hot breath down my neck. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. Super hot breath down my neck. Throw up is the thing that we're looking for. I hear and feel him whisper in his very deep voice. Yes. Um, I, I'm. Ew. That's starting to get creepy. Is su- it good? It's okay. super. I don't know. You tell me. I, I, what was it going to say? He leans okay. in and he says. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm 12 years old. All I right, made I'm back. you giggle and then even tell you said I want you to know it's taken like 23 years for Ew. me to even say this out loud. Because <laughs> I okay, can't. come on. Hot he, breath. Back of the neck. Yikes. Okay, what's he? Ew. What's he? What did he say? Deep voice. Remember, super handsome guy. I want to taste your hot, wet, dripping pussy. I froze. <laughs> I froze with this beautiful drink in my hand. I think it was Sex in the City days, so maybe it was a Cosmo, oh maybe it was just a martini. God. And I tossed it back as fast <laughs> as I could. I drank that martini. Check. Yeah, check. And I said, Ten fifteen? Is it ten fifteen already? <laughs> oh my god. Got to go. Amy? I was unprepared. It was too soon for that. It was too soon. We were in a bar, and no, that's pretty good. And I, that's pretty good. I felt it. I felt it down my behind my ear, down my neck. I venture to say, in other places, all the way down to my toes, and I started like reverberating. I was like, "What the fuck?" And maybe not as mature as I am now. Where I said, I've got to go. <laughs> I think, you know, in cartoons, when you see their legs just go in circles <laughs> and all of that dust forms around them. <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's just dust and no character. He was oh left literally God. in my dust. Oh, you left him. Oh, yeah. I, I, I misunderstood everything. I thought you said, get this drink in my body. You're coming with me. No, Let's go. I, I was, again, a little immature but also unprepared I was very unprepared for so it freaked you out to such a degree that you were like pass and we're done here yeah it was bad I totally misunderstood what you were saying yeah it was bad and looking back now I have answers I have thoughts I have comments I have you know I definitely have matured and experienced more things I'm definitely better prepared for that this is not an invitation for my partner to come out with this bullshit but it took me like 23 years to say that sentence full on 
right here on mic. Did were you were you creeped out and made afraid by this? Or I mean, I hadn't been seeing him very long. I had, however, decided to sleep over at his place, so I did have until, a bag with me. Yeah. Until this happened, and I thought, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't think I want you to do that. <laughs> I don't think is is that an offer? Is that a request? Is that what I didn't? There was all of the wheels in my head. Are you counting those as cogs? Heard, yeah, they're doors. Yeah. All the doors in my head closed. All the wheels in my head were still moving. And at the time, I was actually commuting into Manhattan from Long Island. So I raced to my coworker slash friend's house. Oh my I went God. right past the security. He's at like 14th. I went right past the security guard. I said, hey, Tony. And I walked right in and I started pounding on his door with my bag in tow. And he Shaking. opens the door yeah. and he says, what uh, what the fuck? I thought you had a date tonight. I'm like, I can't talk about it. Can I please stay over? Well, nobody says no to a girl with a bag. He is a girlfriend. He's not a anything. He's just a friend. He's actually a rabbi now. I crawled into bed, still shaking from the whole experience. And he said, oh, no, not until you tell me what the fuck he said. This is too good. And I'm like, well, and it's amazing that somebody can just say something. So I, mean, confident. I, know that, I know, but it's like, it's amazing that someone just words can be such a, sorry, such an assault, right? That can be of the senses that but can I'm rattle more everything. He was that confident in both himself and our third date to and the other dates were really like dinner get to know you our parents know each other kind of thing and that third date was bar I'm coming home with you right because third date really you know things well, happen I agree okay doesn't I don't sound agree. like it no I don't agree <laughs> I mean that's why like should I no I don't have how are you so confident that you're leading with that and on a third you don't well, know sweetheart. what I like you have yes, not yeah he knows that you got a bag babe and so did you this was the date the problem is my the two immaturity. of you no I don't you're not a problem how did that happen I don't know I just thought because I'm well like because I'm more seasoned now and prepared for something like that like when you and I went to Toronto I took an elevator up to my room at the end of the night and there was a super hot guy in the in the uh elevator oh, I remember with me this yeah right so he made like Small talk. It's funny because it's the same guy when you and I were going out. I remember. I saw in the elevator. (laughs) Right. And you were there. Yeah. I was sleeping with Marnie. And I went. And you were in the elevator. I remember. I'm a married woman. Shame on you. But going up there. You were very kind. It's your story. I know what happens. I want to hear it again. I just. the, I was prepared for anything because I'm a seasoned married lady. Right. I could handle anything he had to say verbally. Sometimes I'm like, I wasn't prepared for that. I can't. But I was shocked by this young gent's comments. Right. I was. Well, they're shocking. For sure. I was shocked. And I'm like, I think I just either at the time I was like, I think I just dried up. I've got nothing for you to taste. Wow. So or, but, I, but it wasn't because I still had the, the heat running down my neck from his breath and the whole I just yeah, my head was spinning. The described was really creepy. The head really was creepy. spinning. The martini that I took down in two gulps is now hitting. And I'm like, I got to find my way to Peter's house. And now. And I did. And he turned all the lights on. But, <laughs> let's, like, but let's honestly, let's break this down. Okay. Break it down. Ho, ho. This was your third encounter with this person where you were fully planning 
to have sex. You were in the bed already in your head. It was just a question of how is this dance going to begin, middle, and end, right? That's it. It wasn't, it, it was absolutely I like to think already I'm, decided. I like to think I'm more of a mystery than that, but uh, let's go you with your story. Had to, no, what, he does not know this. You know this because you have made this decision in the form of packing a bag, right? So you've agreed. That means you have a rapport. You have a relationship with him. He's known to your family, right? Right. So he's not a mystery. There's all these levels of safety there. And you're out in public at a bar. So it's... And then it's he the, punched me in the face. It's the prelude, prelude, <laughs> right? Right. So... Romance me for fuck's sake. <laughs> the, your response to what he did, nothing in any way wrong with it. But it took me off guard because I was expecting you to tell me you had a totally different response. If instead, elevator in Toronto guy, yeah. after two rides in the elevator, right. who didn't know you from anything, leaned over and told you what he was going to do to your very active areas, okay, that's fucking crazy creepy, and that's run me the fuck out. I have a woman waiting for me in my room, and I've got to get back to her right now. That's why I'm here. Get off, get off, get off. I've so, got I mean, mace, right. Yeah, the elevator so, is a mace situation. Right. So the whole that whole thing. In this case, so I you would get that the fear is baked in. The date guy yeah effectively took his dick out at the bar (laughs) okay and i can think of some circumstances and some bars where that feels like a green light so that's why i was like oh okay you're gonna we're gonna get some kink on got it so i don't know i don't know if it felt like it was a kink or if it was just level jumping it was definitely level it's 100% jumping. It's 100% level jumping, but sometimes that's that directness is what it takes. Works. I mean, sometimes it does, but the whole thing with the, the breath, I mean, just the notion of some I mean, ew. it was a full it was a full scene. It was a crowded bar. I'm leaning up, he's behind me. The yeah, breath, like he thought was he was a, in a fucking movie and he probably wasn't he probably wasn't, you know, good-looking enough to pull it off. I mean, there's part of that too where it's the the whole package has to be together. The confidence to back it up. The How do ability you get that confident. Like huh? obviously, this has worked for him before. You don't well, just jump that into night. a. No, it, maybe it he's still waiting for the first time. You don't know that it worked for him before. It part of it, you don't know enough in this circumstance if that was some kind of a, a threshold. Wrong words. A threshold test. Right. This is the sort of thing. This is this is my dance. This is this is the way that I'm going to approach this. This is what I like. And if already you're like, well, you could go find someone who likes that because it's not me. You I mean, just that reminded could be part me of, of like Fifty Shades, where he's like, no, you're not into the things I'm into. And she's like, what, what, what are you into? He's like, well, and like the initial, uh, uh-uh, uh, he dove right in. That that's not a phrase that I've heard since then. That's not a phrase that I'd ever heard. Oh, before then? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know that I've ever. It, oh, I've somehow had this idea in my head that you were already seeing this guy, already sleeping with this guy, and he just in public whipped out some language that maybe you guys had been using in the or bedroom anyway about, yeah. already. No. So for this to be the very first time very he's going to start time. describing you in detail and how he now fits into there, no. And what uh, he wants from my detail? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to it say. Was it. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. And when you're young. Yeah. As a woman in a city by yourself with a two or three degree, but still relative stranger, that's not fucking safe. And you, when you don't feel safe, 
unsafe is not sexy, right? You, you run to Peter's place. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Peter, for being there. And turn him to God. Yep. That's what ends up happening. And God. turned him to God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, but so you don't have suitors or yourself, perhaps. I mean, are you are you getting out the encyclopedia and and uh, or I should say the thesaurus when you're in the sack and you know doing all your crazy descriptions and I don't know I I don't have a lot to say I talk all the time it comes time when it's time to shut up do you know what I mean no? yeah I mean it's I think it's a comment you made on the, the last podcast or one of the last two where you're like yeah yeah foreplay that's right get in get dirty <laughs> get busy right so I really feel like after a certain time, like there is a time for the romance. You, you're out at a, for, for me, you could be out at a nice restaurant. It's the, the theater of makeup beforehand, which is not an everyday thing for me. The, the clothes, the, it's theater, it's the costumes. It's, and when you get home, if you didn't eat like a fucking pig, which is kind of my new MO. Uh, really, I'm I'm doing that so often and I don't like it. I think foreplay is fantastic. I and it's not limited to the bedroom. And give me some. I like that. No problem. At a you know, but at the same time, read the room, man. Read, I know? have an itch that I needs to be scratched. It, start a, yeah. scratching. Yeah. And I, well, there's there's something to be said for a sprint. Like it doesn't always have to be a marathon. Sometimes, <laughs> as long as we're gotta... both getting to the same place. <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter who gets there first, as long as everybody gets there. Yeah, but I got to say, even even watching people in movies I trying to do the dirty talk. Yeah, it's the worst. Jesus Lord. It was the well, worst. It's, that's the thing. It's got to be pitch perfect or else it's a joke. It's just such a fine line. I don't know. There's some there's some movies where they really, really get it right. And then the majority of them, they really get it wrong. And it's like, I'm just going to fast forward from this. This is nonsense. I imagine that's what porn is like. Because dear I Hallmark. can't watch porn because it's so fucking ridiculous. Did you say Dear Hallmark? Dear Hallmark, I want to let oh. you know, <laughs> when I finally get to Hallmark After Dark, I promise you, I will do it right. I'm going to well, bring I on think, Amy and she yeah. and I will write for you and we will do it right. You'll have subscribers out your ass. You it will not know what to do. It won't be sex in the city. Do. It will be sex in the small town at Christmas time. Yes, yes. After, <laughs> after a threes company like conflict and misunderstanding, and no, I I said no to the job or the marriage proposal. I'm staying in town. I want to take ten steps backwards and wind up in my parents' farm. That's exactly what my life was supposed to be. How dare I want want more for myself and move to womp the big womp. city? Let's fuck. Um. Yeah, dear Hallmark, I will write better scenes for you than this. We're and back. we can well, I'm I'm saying, and in this, we can totally in this Hallmark After Dark, we can totally write something that has that creepy hot breath moment. And then what happens in an alternate universe where everybody gangs up on hot breath guy and runs him out of town or something? I'm so surprised that you were uncomfortable Be when he was talking. I about I'm a not the snack. same. I am not the same person now that I was then. And I don't think that I could. I, I, I have grown. I have experienced things. I have been in secure relationships which have let me do that. I don't think date three is a secure relationship. I don't even know that I wasn't seeing other people or he well, wasn't. Well, that's and fair. And I guess that all comes back to the idea of... Do you feel more sexually liberated now than you were then? Do you feel more 
comfortable being adventurous or trying to th- is it is it the secure container in which you find yourself that allows that kind of relaxation and adventurousness or do you just feel that that's how it works when you've gone around on this planet for as many days as we have I mean, I mean, which is it? I'm super secure in my relationship now. So uh, there's, if I was going to ever try anything, it would be exactly where I am. And knowing that I, if it didn't work out, I'd have to kill him. So, <laughs> and I know where well, he's. Well, I just so. I, for me, it's in in all cases. In all cases, the greatest risk is always being my truest, plainest, clearest self with the people who already love me. That's the greatest risk to go out and express any view whatsoever in front of strangers something that is deeply held or something that is a complete con job like if you're being an actor that I don't care if it gets rejected in the same way it is so much scarier and riskier to say I want this in front of someone who knows right because that opinion and that relationship I don't know it's so much more foundational so when you think of you think of the stranger offering this risky, dangerous, crazy, level-jumping, uncomfortable thing, there's part of you at that time that says, I don't know, what do you think? What do you think about this? But it was done in such a creepy way that none of that factored in, it sounds like. Yeah, so what you just said resonates with me in a very profound way, except for sexually. Because to be known and seen and share I want with those closest to me about anything other than sex, I agree with you. But as far as sexually, if I said to this current partner of mine. I like, think we know who he is. Yeah. Like I have others. <laughs> like there's a, like there's a well, litany. Well, I would hope that he's number one in the list. There's, there's no <laughs> way. If I said to him, do me a favor, wear this kilt, scream my name. And then wow. bang me from behind. Like if I, <laughs> if I, if I, I'm trying to throw in costumes, okay. right, yelling. I like it. I like it. Uh, Ginger, you listening? I like it. Yeah. Okay. Ginger. So. Oh yeah, that's right. A little Outlander, Outlander pod. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Hi, Ginger. <laughs> um, if I were to have said any of those things, uh, that is my, he is my most comfortable place for that. Right. But when it comes to any other topic, right. Okay. Okay. Oh, slow three, your roll. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. So, okay. So for the kilt bang, do you feel any hesitation? <laughs> That's so the name of this episode, <laughs> the kilt bang. <laughs> I love it. Do I feel any hesitation? Do you feel any hesitation? Let's say tomorrow you dream up something totally new and different and even feels a little bit strange for you. Do you have any hesitation bringing that to the table? I don't. Or is it just you get out the D-ring binder and say, turn your tab to page 10 this is what's on the menu for tonight that's how it works i feel says, like okay, wait, 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 i feel like he would love it so i <laughs> feel like yeah that's anything anything's possible with him um but i well, don't I'll feel, say it again congratulations but i don't feel that way when it comes to things i can do and my hopes and dreams and thoughts and things like that i think those are more personal and if i came up with something sexual that includes someone else I mean, I don't think my partner has any limits in anything he does. I mean, maybe pull-ups. But other than that, I don't think there are any limitations to what he can can do. So 
the kilt bang is an option or tab three under purple. I think he would so completely disagree with you and reject that. I think that's so fascinating. So he is he is wildly successful and hyper accomplished and motivated, driven and, you know, fantastic in every way. It's not about that. But I still perceive him without any evidence. We've never Whatsoever. discussed this. Yeah. I don't have this is just my complete blanket opinion yeah. based on my own ass and pulling it out. Yeah. That he, like all others, has an upper limit problem where he gets to a place and starts to think, I don't know if I can go past this. I don't know if there's more. Well, to let's be find done. out, dear listener. <laughs> Why, instead of finishing my fucking lyrics on Instagram, right, listen, brilliant, right, right, Facebook, right. Brillab Squad, right. or Brilliant Observations, Your mom. Yeah. Um, do let us know how you would like me to challenge. No, do not. Do not fucking tell me what you'd like me to do. <laughs> I do not we want to saw that. how that worked out. I don't yeah. want to hear that. I no. think if it was for my pleasure, he would do anything. I think if I was doing it in the name of his pleasure, he'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> I think there are oh, times where oh, everything else works just fine. Like I don't need, I don't need you to take these foreign objects and use them in any way, <laughs> because I work in an emergency department and I've seen. I was going to say, you that, guys, you guys have circumstances that I think are real contributing factors here. You both are grounded in a faith tradition you were raised in a faith tradition where sex was a mitzvah a, a skill to be learned it was a bodily function it was a practice a habit it's a part of life and frankly it's it's a joyful sacred event right let's get it going let's include it that's completely foreign to my whole experience growing, growing up. up don't touch okay. that that's bad well <laughs> you'll go so to hell it, i mean so well so so not to get into it's like so taboo things take on a totally different sexual meaning for folks perhaps who were raised in the faith tradition that i was i'll also say he is just calm down fucking Stuart. when i say this next part he's a master of the body he knows exactly how it works he sees it all day long he's super familiar with it it's almost Clinical. boring right. it's almost boring right. so there is something to be said for ingenuity right <laughs> it, you know goes Surprise! along <laughs> get the kilt babe yeah so i mean i i can see i can see those how those two and i mean completely outside of anything unique to your relationship just even those two factors right. i think are really causal and what i meant with this upper limiting problem when you're describing if i'm not talking about the bedroom yeah i feel i feel palpable risk in being seen properly. Correct. Right? In everything, yes. And I feel like he has, as we all do, there in every aspect of his life, there will be a mental hesitation. And the only question is, how does he address it? As he does get he, past it, right? Does he overcome it or does he not get past it? And he simply does it anyway. I mean, that's another strategy where you just, you do it uncomfortable. You, you do it, you know. Well, how does your husband get past it? Having upper limit problems? <laughs> I think, gosh, I don't know. I don't even think of him in that way as having boundaries that are way too big. He does. I, I, when I look at his business, when I look at the way that he runs his professional affairs, I absolutely know and perceive that there are mindset issues there. He's very successful and he has had wonderful good fortune that was influenced by his actions and also 
not influenced by his actions. So he has had great fortune come to him and he has had great fortune that he has earned and made greater still. And I am here to tell you that there's some next level moves that could be made and he's not doing it. Part of it is because we're also beaten down by life and massively exhausted and how much of this self-actualization can you fucking do? But I'm talking about the things like, and I don't like these people, but they just come to mind. Jeff Bezos, right? Beyonce, people who wake up every morning and there is no one doing more than they are doing in their field or in their right. expertise. Right. And even Madonna, to bring her up from a couple of episodes, she was on TV at some award ceremony yeah. this week. Talking saying, about women. You, and- know what my, you know what my greatest strength is? That I'm fucking a cockroach. I mean, she didn't say this, but basically it was, I'm still here. That is my greatest act of reinvention. I did not wither away. I am 60 fucking two years old and I am still up on this stage. Come at me, bitch. Bring it. I don't see anybody else up here. Let's go. So to have that kind of uh, front of the pack passion and drive to make it bigger, 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 bigger still, because there comes a point when it's big enough. So that's that's the part that I'm curious about. I'm I'm trying to push myself to actually do anything, but, you know, to do something when there's a lot of justification for this is a pretty nice place to have a seat. So that's when I talk about upper limiting. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is a pretty nice place to have a seat. Yeah. While I think about what my upper limits are. And what do you you mean? 10 years have passed while I'm sitting here (laughs) (laughs) and I still haven't taken that next step. I was comfortable. I was happy. But were you though? Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of that whole thing. Did you jump the line at the urinal? Oh, my God. There has been so much conversation. First of all, this is like all penis all day long <laughs> episode. I am here for no, it. No, it's the Did you know thing. that frogs don't have penises? Well, didn't I dissect a frog? I don't remember. I'm sure I did. Didn't I but pin back his chest walls? And super gross. Where was uh, the they penis? don't have penises. They don't have them. They, they spray their magic directly from the nutsack. They huh. just don't have... They don't have a boop boop. And I was stunned to hear this. It's been a lot of talk about penises. Went to a couple of shows and the line for the men's room, oddly, Short as hell. Was really long. Nuh-uh. It was, we went to uh, see a stand-up comic who was a little bit strange. One of our group loves this guy and said, we're going, that's it. There's a lot of Ed Hardy wearing dudes at this thing and a lot of, lot of really drunk people. They started drinking before they got there. This was another night. I, it's I love called pre-gaming. Talking about drunks when I'm queen of them. Anyway, when it came time for, hey, let's use the bathroom. Yeah. So one of our friends came back to us and said that line was really long, but, you know, I was that guy, and I actually, I uh, I jumped the line. And I was like, what does this mean? Men's bathroom talk? I don't, and they're, the guys are like, wow. I'm like, I don't even understand what this is. So evidently, the line for the urinal is always long. Yeah. And there are stalls in the men's room. Right, for duty. That go unused. Because everybody wants the trough. Right. I'm sorry. And you if close I the door if you're go, sitting and shitting. If I have to go. I'll go anywhere. I'm not going to fucking go. Like, I don't understand. And they're like, this is not what you do. You just wait for the urinal. That's I'm stupid. Like, you guys are idiotic. Men so are he, stupid. He went in there and pantomimed pooping so that he could then, and like did a little delay and then closed, like after he closed the door so that he somehow, I guess, wouldn't get caught. Like it's the strangest thing. 
And then, of course, now I got to do focus groups. So I start talking to all these other people. Yeah, to see if it's really dozens of other people, and two among them sit down when they go to pee. That's their normal deal. They sit down. And they're like, why wouldn't I sit down? A lot of dick talk today. Wow. I'm looking at my phone. And I'm like, I feel like that's as weird as me telling you I stand up when I pee. Yeah, all women want to do is not have to touch something in a public restroom and to stand and pee. But we can't do that. I mean, I just feel unless like, you're gifted. I, I just feel like anatomically, you don't get to sit. You're supposed to stand. That's well, it's it. more that you get to stand. Remember that I have to pick my kid up from school? No, you get to pick. No, I'm you so... get to stand up. It's a treat. Why would you? Unless it's a it treat. Is, it's a treat <laughs> to stand up and pee unless you did it just to get past that line. I know that I have gender bias. I don't l- relish this. I know that I do. I get irritated with male dogs that want to go the squat to pee instead of lift your leg. You're supposed to lift your leg. That's the universal dog way to pee. Don't go up and do the lady dog thing when you're a boy dog. I don't know why this is important to me. I don't either. Is. You lost I me get at the upset. canine. If you, have you ever seen a male dog pee I've like a female dog? I've had a male dog. dog who used to squat until he was probably a year and a half. And then the day he lifted his leg, we cheered. And he's like, oh, they liked that. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, it's a rite of passage. It's just the natural order. It's Darwinian. Stand the fuck up. I don't understand why you're sitting down. Anyway. What does it mean, dear listener, if you're a man and you sit when you pee? What does that mean? You're lazy? What does that mean? It's (laughs) you're tired? What does it mean? We don't know. This isn't. Logistically, it seems like, first of all, can you even fit? And how does it get down there? And aren't you then touching the toilet seat with your blippy loppy? And then you get the tinkle goes all. It's like a fountain in reverse. That's super gross. The Super issue gross. in a public restroom is you have to touch your nubbin and make sure it goes in and down enough that but once you're in and down a public restroom toilet, what do you what are you touching in there? What what you know people don't choose public restrooms. I mean, mm, this is like last case scenario, the worst case scenario to use this place. And I don't know, I, I would if I could stand to do all of my biz nasty, I would. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just work it out because that's what's going to happen. So In public? I, I mean, mm-hmm. if a man has to pee and poop, fine. Sit down, do your business at home, and then <laughs> then leave. But, you know, because well, your toilets at home are clean. I ho- poop hopefully. in public. I mean, you know, come on. It's, it's got to happen. But I recognize that it's not ideal. Well, so. I go where I have to go. I don't go. <laughs> I try to go where I want to go. And then when I have to go, I go. It's not really a... It's not really a choice. So I would like to just recap from today. There are more doors. There's a kilt bang. Oh, you got mad at the wheels. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm sticking on team wheel, but all right. Yeah, I think it's... I, 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 okay, I think it's go yours. ahead. Go ahead. I mean, only go if have you... Fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Amy is hungover. That is our recap for today. I'm dirty coated talk- with sweat. I'm so sweaty right now. Dirty just talk is here. something that you can't... Start at level eight or nine when you've never done it before with another person. Are those cheese curls? Yes. I brought cheese puff cheese curls to try and get me through this podcast episode. That's when you know somebody. You haven't eaten one of them. Well, I can't eat when I'm on pod, but they're my support curls. (laughs) 
So, dear listener, what you don't see is that Amy brought the tiniest, beautiful, tiny little bowl. That is not the size of a bowl that I would use what? for cheese curls. Come on. I would use a bowl that's uh, akin to a mixing bowl. Because <laughs> she has maybe eight cheese curls in there. Yeah. yeah. How many are in Give there? Give or take. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven. Yeah. That's not enough. I, well, okay. That they're would not my, support me. They're as my a support emotional curl. support cheese curls. That's what they're here for. Yeah, I I need more emotional support than that because someone I'm, once I whispered super, in my ear. Well, my God, and you were so you were so horny about it, like on the microphone. I can't wait to hear what people have to say about this. Hey, people! And I yes. If you've got something to say, brilliantobservations at gmail is how you let us know your thoughts. Or head right over to Facebook, Brilliant Observations or Brill Ob Squad. And do your dirty talking in public. Tell us your stories of dirty talking, successful and unsuccessful, and we will flip this show into a sex show in no time at all. We love that you came out, or stayed in, or hopped in your car and listened and downloaded and we appreciate you and we love you and we look forward to next week where we can annoy you again (laughs) that's all factual i agree that's all factual (laughs) thanks for coming out love you Bye. bye